Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is a Lip Media podcast. Beyonce sits lay, Shante, you stay. You say that's fishy, well I say he's dishy. We say that's fierce, so sing all my queers. Don't go nowhere, just prick up your ears. The word of the gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage of the LGBT plus community, and in pop culture at large. That's your host, Lenny, and I'm her camp co-host, Brandy. Thanks for tuning in. Follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and send us through any word suggestions. Oh, we are back for another week. Yes, we are. Oh, Lenny, how have you been, darling? I've been great. I started uni. Congratulations. I'm loving not working and being a student. Excellent. Fun. And how have you been, Brendy? I have been very well. I was completely fangirled on the weekend. Oh, really? <laughs> While I was on the dance floor having a ball with my draped cardigan, yes. loving myself sick, a couple of boys came up to me and were questioning if I was Brendy from Word of the Gay. And I was a little bit shy. And <laughs> As you are. <laughs> Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Princess Diana my yeah. way, you know, batting my eyes like, <laughs> sorry, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then they tested me and they did a, uh, they dropped one of the lines from the theme song yep. and I quickly came back with the uh, rebuttal and we all had a bit of a moment and a bit of a scream and loved ourselves sick. That's and so fun. It was really fun. Great guys and they loved the show. So and- everyone approach Brendy if you're out <laughs> and you listen to the show. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie, the dance floor was Absolutely an absolute hoot. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yep. So many absolutely times. So descriptive. Oh, it was wild. And there was a certain smell in the air. Oh, really? <laughs> was it the smell of poppers? Yes. A little bit stale. The guy that was handing it out, I was like, come on, Dale, you could have splurged for a, a fresh bottle. But um, no, there was some amyl going around. So if you live in Australia, you may be more familiar with the word amyl rather than poppers, which is a slang term given broadly to the chemical class called alkyl nitrates of which amyl nitrate is the older sister. Yeah, and they come in the form of a little bottle of liquid, and the liquid produces this vapour that's inhaled. This is mostly for recreational drug use, for the high and rush that it creates, but only really for a short amount of time. Yeah, and poppers are also used during sex, which is popular in the gay community for their ability to act as a muscle relaxant, especially smooth muscles like the throat and anus. (laughs) Yeah, and there are a few other types of poppers too. The most widely sold is the original amyl nitrate, but there's also butyl nitrate, isobutyl nitrate and isopropyl nitrate. And in some countries, to get around anti-drug laws, poppers are labelled or packaged as things like room deodorizers or leather polish. But I don't think you'd want to clean your leather with amyl. It would absolutely destroy <laughs> it. <laughs> like, it's a chemical, not like a conditioner. But, you know, the popper's nickname came from the way it was packaged in small glass vials, making a popping sound when they were crushed. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I'd love to get my medication, like, (laughs) just little vials. Just a little pop. A little shake, shake, shake. (laughs) But amyl has certainly come a long way since its development in the mid-1800s. Yeah, it was actually a Scottish doctor who originally made amyl nitrate to treat chest pains that came from angina. 
And when other treatments began to replace amyl as the preferred treatment for angina in the early 1960s and demand for poppers rapidly declined, its manufacturers scrambled to seek out an alternative market. Us! <laughs> but before that, it actually was shipped to US soldiers in Vietnam to use as an antidote to gun fumes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was actually one of a few drugs that were provided to soldiers by the government to make the realities of war more bearable. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> And when the gays discovered using it during sex could make our orgasms a thousand times stronger, it became a major player in the disco and rave culture of the 70s. Yeah, they were cheap, wildly available and fun. (laughs) Looking straight at me, darling. I'm assuming you're talking about poppers. Both. (laughs) You know, manufacturers were profiting way more than they did when it was used as angina treatment. (laughs) Oh, my God. And some clubs in New York would reportedly pump amyl into their air to create a collective euphoria. That so fun. <laughs> like a little bit of passive amyl taking, yeah. Studio amyl. 54, Liza Minnelli, I'm yep. just picturing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what, like, smoke machines were. Little, it was, like, actually just full of, of amyl. Yeah. But then in the late 80s, health concerns became a factor. And because it was linked to gay men, the collective public story of poppers also became linked to AIDS which caused the FDA to um, issue a ban on its sale. But manufacturers managed to stay one step ahead because each time a specific formula was banned, they would adjust it by altering the chemical composition ever so slightly, which is why there are so many different types of poppers. And it was still made and sold throughout the 90s right up until Sunday night while I was out. (laughs) (laughs) So before we get into the fun stuff about poppers, we're just going to go through, you know, the precautions and the side effects. So firstly, the administration of amyl, which is inhaling through the nostrils, has a term, which is huffing. Oh, is it huffing? Yeah, it's huffing. Didn't you know that? No. You've been huffing and (laughs) you didn't even know the word for it. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Gay and bisexual men or queer men are the main demographic for poppers use. I'm struggling to say poppers. It's not coming out naturally. I'm so used to saying amyl. Go with your natural. So yes, I'm going to transition into that right now. (laughs) So they're 25 times more common to be used by gay over straight men, which many people believe this association is what has caused the attempted banning or the banning of amyl in many countries. Of course. That linked to gay men, but we will like touch on that a little bit later. They've also made their way into pornography. If you search poppers on, you know, your browser of browser. choice, <laughs> yeah, browser of choice, there's a series of Yahoo.com. Tra- <laughs> there's a series of training videos that are meant to build up one's endurance, so you're able to huff longer. Poppers porn, though. Yeah, poppers oh, porn. Goodness. Yeah. There are side effects that do come with the use of amyl, which you know, can include fastened heart rate, got headaches, migraines, dizziness and fainting. Then there's the severe side effects, which is obviously over heavy use, which can include obviously stroke, low blood pressure and potentially heart attacks. Yeah, and also because it's quite a strong substance, the exposure on your skin can lead to like sores and little lesions, especially around like the nose burns, depending on which strain you have. I think amyl nitrate is the strongest one. Apparently it can like catch on fire or I've heard some crazy stories from back in the day. A friend spilt it on my nose once at the peel and I had to run to the bathroom because my nostrils were burning. Yeah, and you said heart attack. I think the most common reason that happens is because if someone is using like a substance like Viagra, the combination of those two is like really, really bad and mm-hmm. it can actually lead to death. 
and then also don't ingest it. No, no, it, don't drink it. You would think, yeah, like you might remember like a guy died at Rainbow Serpent a few years ago um, no. from drinking it. Funnily, one of the brands has like a caution on the back of the label that says if you ingest it, just drink some milk or water and then induce vomiting. Doesn't mention that you should probably also call some sort Draw of emergency <laughs> service. There's also been some instances of temporary or permanent eye damage. There was a rare incident where a 15-year-old boy actually went blind after heavy, heavy use. Ooh, yeah. Which is really sad, actually. What would heavy use be, though, Dal? I don't actually know, but maybe also the fact that he was so young as well. Maybe he spilt in his eye. I don't know. It did say it, it wasn't from that. It was right. just from heavy use, but maybe like every day Daily. or something, yeah. every week. I don't know. And as early as 1983, there were gay activists questioning the risks and the effects on the community. But apparently, like back in you know the 70s and 80s, the people that were kind of running you know the Amal Rackets were quite shady people. The Amal Links. Yeah, you know, like oh. it's quite common. <laughs> in you know the drug world and they threatened a lot of these gay publications being like we're your biggest sponsors they had like full page spreads in you know the magazines and stuff like yeah. that yeah and they started to kind of back away from publishing any information that questioned the drug's toxicity or... In a negative sense. In a negative sense, oh, okay. yeah. So there was like a lot of political stuff wow. going on there. We probably have a bit more information about it now. And, you know, we don't want to focus on too many cautionary tales, but it is important to know... Of course. ...that there still are, you know, risks. One of the positives is it makes you horny! <laughs> <laughs> So horny. <laughs> what else? Well, I mean, the effects on the body for the person who's taking it, it gives you that rush. Like instantly. Instantly. Head yeah. spin, it lasts for about a minute. When I've dabbled with it once mm. or twice over, over the years, it's generally been on a dance floor. Yeah. Everything gets quite heightened around you. Yeah. Music is just like. Music sounds better. Music sounds yeah. very intense. Just like, yeah, all your senses are, you know, heightened. Inhibitions are lowered. Yes. <laughs> That person next to you that probably like three minutes ago, like you wouldn't have kissed, you now are. <laughs> <laughs> and also it has an aroma on the dance oh floor. Oh God, I hate where, you. Well, I'm a little bit of like a, a bit oh, of a bloodhound like okay. where I'll be on yep. the dance floor and I'll be like, boys, <laughs> Northwest, go, there's a free bottle. <laughs> There's quite a communal aspect to it. Yeah, yep. everyone's just probably it's so and, cheap. Giving and sharing, <laughs> right? it's quite cheap. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the first time you ever did a cheeky bottle of poppers? A bottle, a whole bottle? <laughs> no, yes, I do. Just yeah. a shot. <laughs> yeah, it was in, it was incredible, but I couldn't get past the fact that I had a headache for like a day right after. <laughs> It was so horrible. But yeah, I was surprised that any drug that wasn't going to cause like some sort of severe dependency could be that strong. I've never experienced any drug that strong. As quick as the effects hit your body, they quickly go away as well. Yes. Yeah. It's not long lasting. Yeah. I can remember my first time it was yes. at a friend's 21st. We're outside having a bubble and this bottle was going around. And one of the yeah. boys is like, just have a sniff. And I'm like, no, they're like, just do it. I was like, all right. <laughs> Peer pressure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're like, oh, God. I was just like, I'm fine. And then literally as I finished the word fine, my knees buckled. Oh, Brendy. <laughs> I went sideways and in dramatic true Brendy pose, friend caught me yeah. and I got dipped and then I came back up. You didn't fully full pass head out. Didn't fully pass just out, you like, but yep. almost hit the deck. Didn't expect it to so be funny. that strong. Yeah, I didn't know what it was when I first did that. Though. But even like before I'd sniffed it, would have been about a year earlier or so, I remember being at a club on a stage with a friend and just being like, fuck is that That's, I know. Yeah. And I thought somebody was inside painting the club. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. 
I said to everyone, I was like, is someone fucking painting in here? No, you oblivious shit. No, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you tomorrow. Oh, I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's interesting to think about how much the current club scene owes to, like, the gay community and the disco scene of the 70s and 80s. There's a lot to say about that, especially with the negative disco backlash after disco's peak in the 70s, which a lot of it was probably really, like, gay and racially motivated. You know, it was, like, a place where people of colour and mostly gay men could go and just be themselves and relax, as you know we've talked about many times before. Mm-hmm. And Amul tying into that was really a way to like break down boundaries, especially maybe even if you were not that comfortable with your sexuality. As we also said, the fact that Amul intensifies sound really tied into that type of music as well. You know, when people used to go out, before discos existed, it was very different in the way that you went out. In the United States, um, for example. It was definitely a different club scene back then. Like yeah. in the 60s, it was sort of... Of like a dinner and a show kind of situation. Yeah. The Coca Cabana was yeah. was a nightclub, but it was a nightclub where Dinah Ross and the Supremes would be singing on stage. Yeah, and you as opposed down to pro- yeah. yeah, as opposed to yeah. like Saturday Night Fever, John Travolta, yes. yeah. disco shit's getting heavy. Yeah, but I mean, like I even like nowadays, like I know that there's a night on in Collingwood once a month where when you go there, there's a drag queen at the front line, like where you pay for your entry, yeah. and then she gives you a little sniff of amyl. Oh, would, yeah. Someone was telling yeah, me about that. Yeah. yeah. And then I went to a house party last year where they'd, it was a wild house party. Like they just opened up their whole house and it was just hundreds of people. Yeah. And then they designated one of the bedrooms. <laughs> it became an ammo room. Oh, really? It would have stunk for days. And a few years ago, a friend of mine hosted a house party and everyone was in the living room having a delightful time, yep. just having a dance to J-Lo and Sophie Monk, as you do. And out of nowhere, he's just stormed in from the kitchen mm-hmm. into the living room, stood in front of this industrial fan that, oh, that no. he had oh, my God. and has just thrown this bottle of Amel into it. Well, the bottle of Amel has exploded and the oh. smell has just erupted into the living room. Literally, Cascada evacuate the dance floor could not have come on sooner because everyone was just like, ah! <laughs> Didn't it like splash it everywhere? No, nah, it, just, it went, just like he just threw it into this fan and it just the smell just, it just <laughs> okay. went. Everyone was so drunk, but yep. then like this smell hit everyone. Everyone was like, go! Like, except for one guy who was practically standing in front of the fan. <laughs> was it you? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> One guy. He was um, a straight work colleague of the guy that. Oh, because you didn't realise. Yes. <laughs> Not because he wanted it. Nah. Right. He wasn't a well man afterwards. Um. <laughs> but I don't doubt. I don't doubt. A lot of them ran straight from the dance floor to the bedroom. The anuses were ready. <laughs> Why were they ready? <laughs> well, good old Amel or Poppers does relax one the throat and one the anus <laughs> in preparation for sex. Yes, it can also relax vaginas too. Yeah. Mm. So while it relaxes, you know, those muscles. Yes. If you continue to huff, huff away. Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to intensify with as with you know a lot of drugs do like intensify every sexual sensation that you're having yes, um and the orgasm and it, but also for some people it's a matter of like being mentally relaxed so if it's someone new to anal sex or just a bit uptight or can't um needs to turn off or anxious really, really yeah anxious, like, that it... can make sex like a lot easier and less painful or even just like really if they want to feel like really confident which are all really great things but there were some studies i mean back in the 70s i'm sure they've been studies since but this is the one that i found said that there were some there were a lot of gay men that actually stopped being able to perform sexually but maybe they were just using amyl like a little bit too much 
Right. And then they couldn't actually perform without it. A bit dependent, Mm -hmm. yes. I can remember when I very first started getting sexually active with guys. It certainly did assist with dropping the anxiety of performing sexually with someone who is much more experienced as opposed to, like, me being a newbie. Totally. And anal sex... At the beginning, and can if you're hurt. not relaxed, can hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, you, know, you put yourself in that sort of vulnerable state, yes, the vulnerable bottom. Apparently, tops shouldn't do it because it can kill their hard on. But a lot of drugs do that, and alcohol well, does that. Yeah, and there are a few controversial links with poppers alongside with HIV and AIDS. During the early AIDS crisis, widespread use of poppers among AIDS patients led to the later disproved hypothesis that poppers contributed to the development of Kaposi's sarcoma, which is actually a rare cancer that occurs in AIDS patients. Yeah, and originally I thought this was purely like a speculative because of the fact that gay men use amyl and they were trying to like look for a cause. Yeah. But I think that in the original diagnosis that like majority of those men were using poppers. So they were really trying to look for a link. Yeah. And a study examining men who have sex with men and who also take recreational drugs suggested that when they have poppers, they obviously take more sexual risks. Yeah, and like not using a condom Correct. stuff like that. And if we spin around the animal globe, Lenny, there's a number of different countries that have got different rules and regulations. But yes. France, the UK and the USA very much don't sell amyl or poppers by, you know, the jungle juice bottle as such. Yep. Whereas, you know, Germany, Austria and Switzerland, it is legal. And then you've got Australia, which is at the moment kind of sitting on the fence. Yeah, in Australia, it's still legal to market and sell it as vinyl, VHS or leather cleaner or room odoriser. Because we all still have VHS. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but last year, there was a report published by the TGA where they're definitely trying to do an outright ban. So yep. it won't be able to be sold in any capacity, no matter what the you know, chemical composition is. Yeah, because I and heard were, that there was a yeah. push from our community to say that that was actually quite discriminatory. Yeah, so they had a few reasons as to why they wanted to ban it. The first was risk to child safety through the possibility of accidental ingestion, which happened 10 times in a 10-year period. But to put that into perspective, 20 children are admitted to hospital each week after ingesting batteries. You know, like, that's terrible. There was also a mention of the fact that pedophiles use nitrates to sexually assault children. This has happened, but, you know, not many times. But pedophiles could use a number of legal and or illegal drugs to do this, including, like, I was just watching Leaving Neverland, and oh. that's a classic thing to do um, is to introduce a child into alcohol. God. You know, so not buying that one. They also argued criminalising it on the basis misuse can lead to headaches, dizziness, nausea, which is true, but, again, like, I think lots of other things can. And especially, you know, headaches and dizziness, like, it's really, I don't know, I, we do things all the time that lead to uh, that. Like, I have champagne. sometimes have too much sugar or caffeine and I get a headache. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's high hard facts about the actual toxicity risks, which surprised me because I have thought of it as being a lot more toxic than maybe it is. But maybe it's just that like linking, like huffing things has a very negative, (laughs) it has a very negative stigma in society. The same can be said actually of Viagra though, mainly used by heterosexual men that can cause headaches, dizziness, congestion, diarrhea, rashes, and exacerbating other existing conditions. But that has been approved. So for that hat on. Yeah, I know. Is it really worth it? Diarrhea is not sexy in the bedroom. (laughs) So, yeah, that can be seen as 
potentially like a homophobic or, you know, like it, it's being targeted because of the link to the gay community yes. and the stigmas and stuff like yep. that. Yeah, because Viagra sounds pretty bad for you. <laughs> but because a lot of heterosexual men rely on it, yes. they wouldn't dare take that away. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We've already mentioned this one before in our Beats episode, but in the film Cruising, Al Pacino goes to a leather bar and someone passes him like a hanky doused in amyl and he like, he's huffing it on a dance floor and he's just going like wild. I hear his method, so I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) Then you've also got um, Behind the Candelabra, which was a film that came out a few years ago about Liberace, played by Michael Douglas. And in it, in one of the scenes, he actually offers his partner... Matt Damon, mm-hmm. Amal during sex. There were sex parties left, right and centre in the 70s and 80s. And the film, you know, very much all about sex, drugs and rock and roll. But Liberace was very against that. And he only liked Amal, marijuana and his vodka tonic with a twist of lime. <laughs> so classy. <laughs> so classy. Good old Liberace. <laughs> and there's also a Melbourne band called Amal and the Sniffers. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> another week, another who. Um, don't forget to follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure you send us any suggestions at all for a cheeky word. And from now on, we're going to be doing the show fortnightly. So that's twice the fun, <laughs> once a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lenny, like I say, now I'm going to be saying it twice a month. Yep. Bi-monthly. It's always a hoot, darling. Such a hoot. Such a hoot. <laughs> Think of me when you have a huff on the dance floor. Think of us both. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.